Welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Way That I See It podcast. I'm the host, Brendan Goodwin. I'm going to be getting started off by myself here on this episode. I want to be able to give a, a kind of feel for how we're going to do things on the show. So sit back, pour you a glass of wine, a cup of whatever you drink, roll you up one, pack you a bowl, do what you do, light you up a cigarette, sit back, take your shoes off, and let's have grown-up conversation, because this is what this is about. This isn't about kitty time. This is about adult, real conversation. So no kids allowed, only adults. So let's go. I've been seeing, in just in general in the world, I've been seeing there's been a switch of, of problems when it comes to men and women. There used to be an understanding with men that they would go out, they would be a provider, they would take care of the home as far as bill-wise and help raise the kids, be a, a, a man figure in the home, you know, a, a role model of sorts of what to be like as an adult for a male. Women would take care of the home front as far as cleaning, cooking, uh, helping the kids with homework, being a wife to the husband. All of those things she would take care of and it wasn't like a forced thing. It was just an, a, a, an agreement between the man and the woman. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. And this is how we're going to make this work. And for a long time, for years, for centuries, that's the way that it was. But somewhere along that line, for that to happen, there was a key thing that made men say, hey, I want to to go and provide for this woman and I know that there's a possibility by me coming back and being the man that I am me and her getting together there could be some part of me that can be created in her and she could have a part of us like and I'm saying the earlier stages of men without him understanding the whole thing he knew he knew hey I'm willing to go out and attack or, or try to fight to provide for something that she has and at that time it wasn't you know Maybelline you know what I mean there wasn't there wasn't uh flat irons and and gels and sprays and and curlers and and you know what I'm saying perms and all the, those things didn't exist in the beginning when men still was willing to go out there and risk life to provide for this woman she wasn't kept up then you get what I'm saying? She wasn't a model walking around that this guy was just like, oh my God, she's so perfect. I want to go out into this jungle. It was something that she possessed that made man say, hey, I want to go do this for her. It was her possession. And women didn't know that at first, but they realized it in the beginning after a certain point, like, hey, we did this and he willing to go do that. Hmm. Like they started realizing too, but they physically couldn't change the, the dynamic. So it, they were stuck knowing what they knew, but not being able to make a change for what they wanted. You see, if you get what I mean, they knew they had something special in what they had in, in, in the box. They knew they had something special, but they didn't know how to make it translate into something that would give them what they wanted, which would be like an equal playing field in a relationship. 
excuse me, somewhere along the lines, morality kicked in. Um, there was a sense of, hey man, you know, we've been taking girls at such a young age and making them mothers and, you know, wives and, you know, we've been taking it. Like, it was a lot of brutality in the way that men handled women that some kind of morality kicked in, not only with men, I mean with women, but with men also, where we started saying, hey, you know what, maybe we should kind of ease up on how we are doing them a little bit here. Because women already felt that way. It was when men started getting a little bit of morality in their lives, saying, hey, man, you know what, maybe Ike is taking it a little too far with how he's treating Tina. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, taking the boot off and, and biting her and slamming cake in her face might not be the best technique to get her to submit herself to you and wanting to be with you. Maybe maybe you can add a little sugar to that <laughs> and get a, get a little different effect. Maybe. You know what I mean? We started noticing things. Maybe getting her drugged up like Bobby. Nah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Enabling her as long as he did. Maybe, maybe that wasn't the best idea, and contributing to it. Let's not say, let's not saying getting her hooked on, but contributing to it. Maybe that's not the best avenue for keeping a woman on your side. You see what I mean? So, uh, we started trying to come up with different techniques. Some guys took it to the extreme, where it's like, yeah, we gotta protect these women. They're so precious creatures. Oh my God, they're lily flowers, and we must water them and nurture them, and 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 and, and make sure that they grow and blossom into this beautiful woman. Oh my God, oh, oh, and which is not terribly wrong, but it's too far on the on the other end. You see what I mean? It's too far. We went from one extreme all the way with some of us to the, to the other extreme. It should have been a gradual, okay, we're going to break you in, a, you know, easy. You know, instead of backhanding you, maybe we just give you a little Donkey Kong instead of, like, having you walking around looking so so weathered and beat down. Maybe I'll just give you a Donkey Kong to be like, bitch, get it together. Like, like maybe, <laughs> and I don't, look. I don't care if you twist my words, people. I'm not condoning violence. I'm only speaking about what was true fact. Now, maybe I'm doing it in a comedian in a comedian way or comedic way, but I'm only speaking on what we all know is true history when it comes to this world and when it comes to men and how we've treated women. So you can, you know, what I mean, whatever. But point being. Whenever that change happened, instead of it going, like I said, in increments, it went all the way to the other side, to the other extreme, which in turn caused this effect where women started feeling like they're doing more of the male role in providing than what the male is doing providing. When the hunting and bringing home and building the shelter was no longer seen as doing more when when fixing food and I'm not I'm not belittling I'm putting it in perspective if you have to look at it 
they're both jobs and they both when, when there was an understanding it was i'm gonna do my job you do your job we coexist that's when it was perfect harmony for the most part it wasn't absolute but it was more perfect harmony in society when it got to where okay and i'm not comparing but when it when it got to changing a diaper and feeding a child and washing clothes and fixing meals and washing sheets and, and all of that, when that became more important than going out and providing and paying the bills and making sure the structure was taken care of, on top of also being a, a parent figure in the household too, when that became less somehow, we're not talking about equal no more, when that became less than that, that is when the trouble began. Because we allow the perception of what men, what we are and what we do to be little. We allowed it to be belittled. And that's where the problem became. Men by nature are aggressive creatures. We came from, if we're being honest, men came from ooga booga aggressive uh, creature in, in nature with no understanding of this world didn't even know what fire was went from that to just okay well now we want to be as equal as you after men went out for you that's like and, and i want y'all to understand this analogy for for a man to go out and say i'm going to provide for this woman i'm going to go out, and i'm talking early days for him to go out and say, I'm going to go out here and there's animal that could possibly eat me if I don't get it. From, I'm going to go into this wooded area, not knowing what I'm about to encounter. But I'm willing to take a stick and maybe a sling to shoot the stick. At best, you had a sling. I'm going to take this and I'm going to go out here and I'm willing to not only do this for myself, but I'm also doing this because I know I have... Unga Bunga back with her wild hair and bush growing and no hygiene. I know I have that back there, but somehow if I put this in there, there's a magical place that it takes me. So I can't it's not like it's on a shelf in Walmart. So I have to I have to deal with whoever this creature is, but I want that. And it's not even fresh. It's not it's not young, delicious young teen. 18 and she's just fresh clean and it's tight and juicy and just delicious it's not even that it is it's not even milf been ran through a little bit but still got some uses to it's not even that it's not even corner girl who used baby wipe and didn't even wash all the way but used a baby wipe and then went to her next boy and fooled around with him with no shower it, you're not even getting that. It's not even she peed and shit and didn't wipe and pulled up her coat. You're not getting that. You're getting prehistoric, no hygiene, wild bushed, nasty juiced, just year on year. You're getting that tangy thing from inside of the jungle. That's what you, he's willing to die for that. Do you understand how from the beginning of time men have been entranced into into wanting that one thing? 
And he wasn't thinking, oh, let me go get an Escalade to maintain this. He wasn't thinking, let me go get some chains to, to dangle, to sparkle so you see me. He wasn't thinking, he said, I'm going to go hunt this buffalo. <laughs> and I'm going to bring this bloody buffalo back. Huh, huh, huh. Me, buffalo. You, cook, buffalo. Like, he, that, that was his whole mind frame. And then, huh, huh. Humper and move on. That was men's whole go. He didn't go out there for that buffalo to be like, yeah, man. He did the comp like it was sort of a like competition, like look what I got back like with the guys. But for the most part, it was let me bring this back, cause then now I can have that. And that mind frame is what we were that was our nature. That was our pre that was our in the beginning with no that was our rawest, purest mind frame. That was it. I go hunt this. You give me some of that. That was the whole entire go. You see what I'm saying? So, for us to go from that to women downplaying the role of what we do in current times when men go out in this culture where you have, especially now, because I'm speaking of a, a 2021 mind frame. Let's be honest here. When you have if you're a straight man in this economy, in this world, in this in this culture right now that we're growing up in, that we're living in, if you're a straight man, you're fighting a gay guy. First of all, let's not even get that because that's a whole other. You're you're fighting the temptation. First of all, that you want as many women as you can possibly conquer in this world before your time is up. All men want to go and accomplish as many as they can. We want to knock them down. So you're battling wanting to do that if you're committed. You're battling dealing with that emotion all the time. Women that will come at you when you're not even trying to do nothing, that will force themselves trying to get at you. Women who, see, they don't understand that. You got to fight the women that are throwing themselves at you on top of the ones that's not even trying to talk to you, but you see that they're like, oh my God, man, but she is fine. You, you're fighting that attraction because you're trying to stay loyal to the girl that you have. That alone is a 24, I mean, a 24 hour a day battle. Dealing with that alone. On top of, on top of dealing with that, you have the gay guy that that you're trying to avoid because you don't want to cause a problem and say the wrong thing that makes you seem homophobic or seem like you're trying to be judgmental about his lifestyle or thinking that he's trying to get with you or this and that. You you got transgender that you don't want to offend that are fooling you. Now keep it, like, listen to that. They're fooling you, making you think that they're a girl when they're really a guy who's taking pills maybe or in the process, however you want to look at it, of trying to become a girl. They're trying to fool you in that. But then on top of that, you're trying to not get fooled, but then on top of that, not offend them, because then once you do that, the hate bash that you'll get, or now you can get charged with a hate crime behind it. There's so many things that are outrageous about the situation that you have to avoid as just a straight man walking in society now. Let alone the pressures of when you when you come home after dealing with all of that pressure. And keep, I hadn't even got to the workplace and 
and if you're on the train in public, the different thing. I haven't even addressed that. And how you can't even look at a woman in a certain way or sexual harassment. You can't say certain things or a certain uh, it's harassment or or being disrespectful or hate or all of, all of that pressure in society. And then you go home, and you have women that you want to be your woman that you want to go and provide for and come home for and say, look, I got this, let's do this, and let's build a relationship. They are belittling what you do because they change diapers. And I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful or belittling what women do. I'm putting it in perspective. When you deal as a guy with all of that pressure that I just mentioned, and you come through the door, and you have a woman that wants to bring you down to their level and they want to start with the, well, I didn't even change the diapers. You ain't did shit. I, I didn't even ain't here helping with homework. You ain't did nothing. I helped fix food. You ain't did nothing. I washed some clothes. I put a cap of bleach in the water and hit the button. You ain't did nothing. Like, it's, it's okay. So you want credit for everyday household things. But me going out here and staying faithful and blocking all of these things that I got to block and staying in my position and not causing problems and not getting called a homophobe and not disrespecting the whole community and, and coming back and blocking any girl or whoever's trying to throw whatever at me and coming back home on top of providing for you. I'm doing nothing now. That's nothing because you washed clothes, because you cooked some eggs and grits or you fixed a sandwich or like now you're doing something so great like and here's how women will do you because i went through it where i remember a time when i was working and i did all of those things and i felt like you know what i'm doing a lot of stuff i'm i'm taking care of a lot of things i got women just trying to holler at me left and right i'm blocking them i'm turning it down i'm focusing on the household I'm going in, working, carrying, taking care of a chef of the store, being a manager, doing things. And I felt like, hey, I'm doing a lot. I'm providing. I'm being in a man role. I'm, I'm, I'm risking everything. I'm doing everything to make sure that this household is taken care of. And I felt like I wasn't getting that same respect that I should have been getting because I felt like I was getting downplayed. Like, oh, well, I was here helping them. I was doing this. I helped clean up that. I made sure that this was done. I had this on the stuff. So when I end up not having my job and I lost my job and I wasn't working and that person started working and they were doing their thing and I would started bringing up the fact that I had this clean. I had all of the kids' homework done. I had all of the, made sure all of the chores were done. I made sure everybody ate, that everybody had their school clothes out, that the house was clean, that your, your night clothes was laid out for you. I made sure that the meal was in, on the stove or in the in the, uh, the microwave for you wrapped up. I did all of those things. And when I would mention that I did that, and I'd be like, oh, well, when you were doing it, you were making it, oh, I'm doing so much, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I should get credit. But now that I'm doing it, well, that's just what I was saying at the time because I was da da da. Because now the playing field has changed. Now all of a sudden, because it's switched and they put in some time working, all of a sudden they see what it's like in a man's role. They see that it doesn't equal up in a man's role. They, they, they know that. They know they, in the way that they do it, and they, they, they're, they're not slick. This is the way that they do it. 
they will try to incorporate the fact that they have given birth to a child and equate that to your your providing for the household and say, well, I, I give birth to the child. You don't do that. So me giving birth to them, I should be able to... Da, da, da. Whoa. That's where the argument started for them to start being able to change the narrative. A woman giving birth in itself is a miracle because you're pushing and delivering life into this world. That is a great thing, but that does not make you a special person on this earth. It's more rare to come across a woman that can't have kids than it is to come across a woman that can have kids. So you having a child makes you, you it makes you special, how? Because there's women, I've just seen on Facebook where a woman or like I, on Instagram, whatever it was, my girl showed me a video of a girl that was bragging, saying that she just got her kids picked up by DSS or whoever. That them fuckers is gone. She glad they gone. She hitting on a on a blunt, smoking some weed. She's drinking in the video. Yeah, girl. Yes, they gone. Turn up. Woo -woo. So, what makes her special? Gave birth to him and called DSS to pick him up. She's special now. I'm supposed to treat her in some kind of special bracket because that was able to push out like no no me being able to carry the sperm and give it to you is just as special as you being able to carry the egg and then unite that and push it out so if i'm not special for carrying the sperm that ignites your egg to a child then why are you special because you carry the the egg that unites the child? like come on like it doesn't we, we we didn't think it through when, when that logic started getting put out there. So when that logic started being put out, well, when that when that that line, when that excuse started being put out there, we didn't challenge it. We just, oh yeah, the pain that they go through, we could never understand the contractions, the Braxton Hicks uh, contractions, all of those things that they can go through, the spotting, the the uh, the kicking, the pressure of the baby laying on, on organs and all of the things that go, it is a, a miraculous ordeal to give birth. But it doesn't make you any more special than the crackhead down the street that gets pregnant by a guy who comes out of a club and humps her. And now she has a child and she gives birth. You're no more special than her. That's a crackhead. A crackhead has given birth. So like, what are we really saying is special about it? You see what I'm saying? Like, if, if we really, if we're gonna follow that logic, there's there there are literally crackheads living on the street right now that are that are strung out at this moment that I'm speaking that have given birth to a kid. So you're as special as a crackhead. So you you see what I'm saying? Like I'm not, and like I said, this isn't to bash women. It's about putting things in perspective of how I see it and why I feel like we went wrong. We should be more understanding to women as far as uh, abuse. There shouldn't be any abuse to women. We shouldn't be out here backhanding and, and punching and, and throwing and, and kicking and attacking women. If you're not strong in your mental capacity to be able to to talk to a woman 
and handle your your arguments verbally, you shouldn't be with, with with any women. You should just be single and monopolize the situation. Say, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I have to explain to this woman what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep it to where I can just wham bam thank you ma'am and i don't have to explain why this number is here why this earring was left here why this hair is on this pillow or why there's two toothbrushes and you're a single guy uh, you don't have to explain those things when you're single you could just do what you want to do and you don't have the anger of frustrating conversation of why is this here why did you do this you lied to me da, da, da. those things that make you end up going to the point where you say wow I'm done with this, and then you end up abusing a woman. So, um, I, I'm just putting things out here because I know there's there's guys that that understand exactly what I'm talking about. They know exactly the feeling that I'm describing, the the thought process that I'm talking about. They know it. They know exactly where I'm coming from, and that's why. I'm making this podcast and it, every conversation isn't going to be about men and women, but I am going to give advice when I, when I, I feel necessary because there's a lot of things that's been going on and men haven't had platforms to speak on it. And so I'm going to be that platform where we can discuss these things in a, in a, in a, a logical thought out way, not in an emotional bitches ain't shit. Fuck them hoes. And ain't, it's not, <laughs> That is the feeling, but we're gonna we're gonna go deeper than just that. We we want to talk about why we feel like fuck them. These bitches ain't nothing but hoes. Like we want to we want to explain why we feel that way, so there can be a discussion out there and a a, a theory out there, so women can under, have something. Okay, well maybe okay. I didn't hear it like this before, so I didn't know. But now you're saying it in a way I can understand. And that's why I want to stay logical. I want to I want to take it to the, the, the lowest level so it can be comprehended on every level. On every level. And the way that I see, I want to get back to my point real quick before I end this podcast for this first episode. The way that I see it is, like I started to say, we, we should respect women as far as not beating them. But what we shouldn't do is start respecting women on a level where we start disrespecting ourselves as men. And what I mean by that is to be a man in this world, that is some tough shit. I don't care if a woman understands that or not. We want them to understand it. So this is why we're having this platform. But I'm talking to men at this moment. To be a man in this world is tough. That is some hard shit to deal with being a man in this world. You have to deal with women being able to frivolously just say, oh, well, it's because you got a small dick. Oh, it's because you're gay. Oh, it's because you don't get enough whatever. Oh, it's because you're angry. Oh, it's because whatever. Like just every feeling that we have, they get to just frivolously throw out whatever comment and just say, well, it's because of that and disrespect how we feel as men. And we've allowed this for so long. Women cannot talk to us about what it is to be a man. They can't. They don't understand what it's like to have to stand firm on a belief and only have your word and your balls there to stand on. They don't understand what that phrase means. They don't understand what it entails to do, to do that on an everyday basis as a man. 
to have a philosophy and have to stand on it because they get to be frivolous with their thoughts they get to just without any kind of thought without any kind of really taking it in and concentrating and say hey let me give this some thought for real let me give this some honest thought and, and, and let me let me really take this in and see if i if i'm really being fair here they don't have that they just randomly boom a guy can say why is it if a girl a girl can say you know what we experiment it all the time you know we do things all the time why is it that a woman can say that and there's no problem there's no uh no issue with that but if a man said that there will be a, a girl that will automatically go and say oh he's gay why is it that he's not gay i mean that she's not gay but he is why is it why is it he can't just have that opinion and be just honestly speaking on it why can't he do that why is it that if a man says that that means automatically in her mind he's gay or if a guy says no homo in, in that suit right there he's that's a he, he looks good in that suit that's a I mean, like, that's a good-looking uh, guy right there. No, And not meaning being gay, like, oh, I want to put my dick in, in his mouth or his in mine or pop him in the butt. But you just mean, like, no no homo, him in that suit, he looks good right there. Like, he's rocking that. That looks smooth. I like that. I like a suit like that. But a woman hear that conversation and walking by, she automatically going to turn her head and be like, oh, he's gay and give him that look like he must be gay. Her first thought, hearing that. There's only few women that can take that take that comment and be like, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he does look good in that suit. And not think anything of it. That's a special type of woman. And that's a rare woman. I want us to be able to get to a point where women don't just frivolously throw away our feelings as men. Because we're supposed to go through this world and not have emotion. We're not supposed to care about how they they feel or what they say we're supposed to just be these tough creatures and just take everything and just well me man me no care like no men men care men don't want to be belittled in what we do either that's human nature nobody wants to be belittled everybody wants recognition for hard work when they put it in no you know no funny business so uh when you don't get it and especially when it's somebody that you care about as a guy if you're looking at a girl and you're like i'm really digging this chick i'm really feeling her and she starts to try to belittle you or demasculate you about like how you are or what you do and your role in her life and in y'all situation that's going to affect you on some level you can have the biggest confidence in the world but certain things will still be able to get to you because you're a human and that's on both sides but women they see it for themselves, but they don't see that for men. And I think that that's a big problem of where the change began when it comes to the roles of men and women in relationships and in the household. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for listening in for the first podcast. I'd like to ask you guys to continue to look out for the way that I see it podcast. Because more episodes will be coming in back to back to back. So tune in. And I appreciate all you guys for listening in. Uh, 
any questions, any concerns, I'll be getting the line to where you guys will be able to call in. So if you guys want that, just tune in, give me the views, and we'll be able to get that line, and we can have open conversation, men and women. Till next time, I'm Brandon Goodwin. Tune in to the Way That I See It podcast, and I'll be talking to you guys later.